Don't worry. I'll turn it down. Everyone always worries. Everyone here at the Audible, I'm Ken Marangolo. Tim Strachan and Kevin Ricca not present on this Saturday afternoon. They dish you. They flat out dish you. They flat out dish us. You threw a party, and I'm the only one that showed up. I mean, and I appreciate that. And that's Kevin Ewald, formerly, presently, uh, my my co-partner, comrade for Hogs Haven and many other, um, I don't know, someone say feudal endeavors in life. Yeah. Uh, and here we are on a Saturday afternoon. Training camp's going on. Washington Redskins are the defending NFC East champions. It wouldn't be a Redskins training camp unless a wide receiver's on the bike, right? I mean, that's just... Who, Josh? Are we really concerned about whether Josh Doxson's no. going to be ready? No, no, we're not. Of course not. I mean, he, he's going to be just... Hopefully, he'll be, he'll be a very good player for us, but we don't need him to be a good player right away. Four years ago, I would have freaked out. Now, you just sit back and don't get freaked out until week four or five. That's the way it is. When your GM punches a wall, that, that says something. It tells, you, but it tells you. It tells you something, but life's too short to be stressed at every day of Redskins drama. I'm a happier person. You, you, I'm a happier person. You thrived in the Redskins drama over, in, over, uh, over time. It, t- it took me down. It got the best of me. You tried to ride that wave. I always told you. I, kept, I always told you. I was like, yeah. dude. Don't. You kept me going as long as I did. I would have crashed way before. You were at the top of the wave. You were like uh, Brody from from uh, Point Break. Bodie? Did I say Brody? Yes. I said Brody. I, that's, a, that's terrible. That's the hills. Brody is from the hills. Take it easy. They just had a reunion show. So much was, so much was false. Of course you know that. Um, Brody from Point Break, that was you. Just swimming out, knowing you weren't coming back. That's how you. That's how we. Like, that's how we started every Redskins season, just paddling out to eighty-five foot waves <laughs> every year, probably for a good fifteen years. It felt like, and yet we still did it every single every single off season again. Coming back, I, I've always envied your ability to cut out the brass from the team, like because it just bothered me so much that how how much players got screwed and players took advantage of management. And you're like, I just watch the games. I just, I just have drinks. I don't care that much. Next season, whatever. We're gonna be ten and six, and you're happy. I'm just like, I the, the words it, I don't care that much never came out of my mouth ever. It's true, but you, you don't let it get to you. Like you're still fluffy and happy every. I don't every, let it get me down. Like when that season ends horribly. I mm-hmm. mean, train wreck horrible next year. Mm-hmm. When we go, when we go to FedEx the next August for. Set up the tailgate, and we know they're gonna suck. You're all happy. You're on Hulk Saving, saying this is a, this, we're gonna be ten and six. And I know you don't really mean it, but you th- really think that if the right things happen, it can be. And I I'm do just believe like, that. Oh my God, these people just—they lie in their press conferences. They lie in this, and I'm just like, they randomly had good seasons. They randomly had good seasons, and it was just enough to keep like complete ins- insane. Optimists like myself breathing, um, you know the, the the two miraculous playoff runs in 05 and 07 under Gibbs. Um, I mean, going back farther, obviously. I mean, to be honest, the eight and eight under Schottenheimer was as good of a season as a hometown, you know, home home team fan in Washington could have hoped for. Looking back, it actually was one of the better seasons, which is just terrible. Um, like what made it tough? In 2012. If you, if you watch when something bad happens in the news and you watch the White House correspondent do a 
do his thing answering questions and deflecting all sorts of stuff. You're like, okay, I know that guy's lying through his teeth, but he sounds so smooth doing it. And you look at the Redskins when they do the same thing, and every team does it, especially the Patriots. They they just they have a way of, I'm going to lie to you. I'm not telling you anything that's going on behind my locker room. And it's like, it's just it was so hard to be passionate and report on it when you're not even close to know what's going on. So it is it is totally corporate. And I think if you focus your energy as a fan on the, thi- the, the, the last bastions of things that can't be corporate, and that's between the whistles, um, you know, on the field, I, I, that's still, they can't touch that. Still, they're trying to with the rule changes and the, um, trying to impact different styles of offense um, and, and, the, and the manner in which, def- you know, defenders can hit people. Um, but at the end of the day, during the 60 minutes of football, that's still not corporate. A lot, you know, a lot good can happen for for an, a 500, you know, type of team, and that's always what I would 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 always used to, you know, rest on. Um, but that's not what we have now. I mean, we're not a team hoping to get lucky. Um, we're a team hoping to get better from a team that just won a division last year. Yeah, I mean, because we, to be honest, we with Hogshaven, we had a good. We the team was great. We had great access. And all I wanted to do was just report facts, good or bad. I didn't. I, I wanted to be good for the team and do that. But, I mean, it was... Mm, it was Maybe you shouldn't send a bottle of champagne over to uh, Snyder and... Was it Serato? Oh, no, it was... Allen. And Shanahan. Snyder, Allen, Shanahan, Haslett. But, no, that they actually appreciated that. And, and actually, that you we asked for, uh, I think, on the, on the napkin, you asked for a linebacker. We got a linebacker. That's no, when they drafted a Rackbo. No, I said I want a nose tackle and a linebacker, and they, yeah, they. We did. got both of those actually. Yeah, we got both of those actually. Yeah. Um, and they and and yeah, well. I'll, I won't. So they so it worked. It worked, and here we are. That was <laughs> that night was also the beginning and the end of my career for other reasons, but whatever. <laughs> I pissed off a lot of people with that move. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, you're fine. You're but fine. Good. Um, I I don't know. I, I'd I was say too much of a fan. That was the problem, but. I I bet you at this point in time that with with the Kirk, with Kirk Cousins being our quarterback with the wide receivers that we have which are awesome with Jordan Reed and if if Vernon Davis can give you anything um, our offensive line is not is not bad it needs to get better but it's not bad I mean you're talking about an offense that's gonna be able to score a lot of points and that's the one thing that whatever when so as a Redskins fan especially in the time when you and I were doing Hogs Haven and and up before that. A hallmark of uh, the best teams we had to watch was not scoring. It was when Joe Gibbs was trying to win games 17, 16, yeah. you know, and 16, 14, and desperately hoping, you know, to be able to, you know, the team would miss a field goal at the end against us. Let me ask you this. I remember. I think we only, I, we definitely didn't even average close to 17 points a game. When we used to go to all those games together, and yeah. even before Sean became what he was, we really, like, oh, yeah. when you go to those games, like, you don't even watch the snap ball. You just watch what he does. To me, Trent Williams is that now. Like, if if he – God, I mean, we've been so lucky. He's been healthy, and I, I'm not jinxing this. But I, I, he's the new guy I just watched because he just mauls people. And who cares what happens in the rest because everything revolves around him. If something happens to him, I'm like, I don't know if I can watch the rest of the season because what happens if he goes down? I, and it doesn't matter because it's, you know, What whatever. do you think happens? We bring Stefan Heyer back. I don't know. <laughs> if Trent Williams goes down, right? Is that what you're saying? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not saying that. I'm just. I would say basically what I'm saying is you would either have because Chris Samuel's never he had a healthy career his whole year. Yeah. Absolutely, and Trent is he he's in great shape. You Whatever. might you might you might put Scherf or Moses. You might I mean you might make Scherf and Moses your tackles. So sure. one of those guys goes left. So that's that's I mean that's a great backup plan. That's a great backup plan. I mean unless unless a guy like Ari Quanjo like makes a leap and can play right side and uh, you can move you know Moses over to left or um, it I mean we we had Stefan Heyer Tyler Plumas those guys were our backup plan for and they were actually our starting plan you know for what, I need a number to bring, of years. I need to bring that video back. I don't remember the Seattle game where. There was a pull. That's ninety percent of our run plays were pull left because that's all we had. And Trent Williams took this guy, Seattle guy, twenty five yards downfield. Out of like the play was already over, and he took still took him out of bounds and buried him in the ground. Like yeah, he's the Redskins are so underrated because like look, look at this. We won the division last year. We're last place now for NFC East to win the division. I mean that guy. If he was on any other team would be a boss, like, in terms of... I mean, he still makes Pro Bowls every year, but I don't... He's a hog to me. So he's... And, and, and he is to him, too, uh, and to all of us. I mean, I think he's buying into that whole mentality of, what you know, what, what it meant back in the day and what it should mean now. Um, so are you buying the, uh, the Washington Redskins as a 10-plus win team to, and, and, and repeat as division champs? You got me on the second half. I think they'll repeat, but I don't. I'm not necessarily saying ten, ten win. You think nine wins wins our division yes. again? We're such a I bad division, and we're and we've. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. But I mean, so the. I, I mean, if you to had me, to, to me, the Eagles are bad. You're an elite team if you have a g- great free safety. The Cowboys and Giants not, are going to win games. They're going to win good games on national TV because everyone loves them. If Romo's healthy, if Eli Manning's healthy, they're going to win. Uh, they're going to win games outside of our division. They're they're definitely a- going to absolutely be competitive, and the they're, they're going to be hard for us team, to win. The, to me, the elite teams have a great free safety. We've never we haven't had one. It all comes down to elite free safety. So that would be that would be you know like, D'Angelo Hall for I guess this this what year. What was the one time the the uh, Colts were really good when they had? Uh, Do you even remember his name? Bob. Wasn't it uh, Sanders? Bob Sanders? Yeah, Bob Sanders. Yeah. Listen, you can, As I said, Bob. Sewer Cravens could, could end up being that guy. That's great. I need... I just want someone. It's great if he peaks this year. I'm just saying. I mean, D'Angelo Hall is going to be playing out there. Ed Reed, all those years. Every Super Bowl champion has... Granted, I think maybe the Pats this last year didn't have one, but if you look at every champion the last, whatever, two decades, they had a free safety that was legit. We've never. We're gonna have one. to put our research department on that, but I believe you. I believe you. And the, well, so what, you know what? That explains why we haven't competed for many Super Bowls over the last however many seasons, because we have not had that. And guess what? When we did, let's guess what? We were in the playoffs. Yep. Damn it! Damn it, Sean! I tell you what, man. And that—I that mean, I do see us making. A first and second round draft pick, but you know, next season maybe they make another investment on the in the offensive line in the first round. But I definitely see them Wait, going you're linebacker. Already, you're safety. already talking next season. Well, I, so we've already had free agency in the draft is already behind us. So the next opportunity to meaningfully uh, address your roster on a long term basis is is at the end of the season. So yeah, I'm talking about like the long term plan, like wh- where where you address it 
mean, I, I don't think like but, you know like, Compton or or Bates see, or thing, those so guys, pretend, Riley. Pretend that, we they're not going to be around. Pretend we desperately need a free age, uh, a free safety. That's McClellan will take a wide receiver again if he had him picked in top ten. If pick. he's the best player available, I totally understand that. But th- there was also, but you also talk about, for example, we did need um, a safety. Uh, and there were guys that were rated, you know, one at, among the best. But this this particular draft did not have those those kinds of guys. So it, it wasn't like it was between drafting a well, we don't know free that safety don't and know that Josh Doxson. There was no free safety anywhere close to that. You don't know that. that, though, yet. And four years from now, a fifth-round pick could be freaking that next Ed Reed. You have no idea. Well, but, but I'm saying but for the draft, for those purposes. You're a white boy that played tennis in high school. That's just for the record for everybody. I, and he's talking safeties in the NFL. That's true. Not just tennis, but also soccer. And they and, made you pick up the balls. With and that some wrestling. Thing, and a little the, wrestling. little tube gun thing. They made you pick up all the balls with the tube gun. <laughs> We're going to need all these balls uh, before we start the next round of our practice. Thank you. Appreciate and that. you're picking up for the, the women's are playing up next. It's n- number one seed for three, three, two and a half seasons at McNamara. Take that, Kevin E. Wald. Well, I don't think you, I think you only scrimmage against each other. And uh, we played, uh, dude. I mean, our our record was impossible. We had uh, at least three or four of the guys in, the, in like from Demetha, Gonzaga, Prep, St. John's, St. Albans. All those guys were playing like ODP. They were all, you know, they, you're not athletic at anything. You couldn't have played anybody <laughs> good. You, you talking JV or what? I mean, I you you admit you're not athletic at anything. What's that guy's name? Goldstein, who was like it played, you know, went pro. Who, OJ murdered. <laughs> I think OJ murdered that guy. Goldstein. No one cares about WCAC. In our days, the WMAC, the MAC. No one cares about MAC tennis, obviously. No, WCAC is where it's at. WMAC is where it's at. The Metro. It was always the Metro. McNamara, Gonzaga, DeMatha, Carroll, St. John's. That was it. Good Council was way, was outside the city. All the, the, the Virginia WCAC. teams. Oh, they changed it? Well, no, that was the, that was the original five. Carroll. You know, that was it. They had some good players that rolled through every, like, five years. They sucked, and then they'd have a basically a bona fide Hall of Fame player <laughs> roll through there that just destroyed everybody. We've, we've ran, now we've made people who wanted to talk about the Redskins listen to us talk about high school stuff. Bring it back, then. You're the MC. I'm, I'm, I'm playing along with you. You, you deal with All this. All right. Okay, so would you ever buy season tickets again for the Washington Redskins? Fuck no. Out of your mind? I haven't either. I've, uh, All right, let me hold on. I haven't yet. I haven't yet if done it. If I won the lottery, no, because you can always you can always buy lower bowl tickets, whatever. Like my whole thing is, I don't I don't care if it's Redskins. This, this is not a knock on the Redskins or Snyder or anything, but it can be. If <laughs> it can be, if I won the lottery, if I buy anything, can I resell it for what I bought it? That's all. I don't, that's all I care about. Cars and boats are bad examples because you buy it, you can never resell it for what you got it for. Redskins season tickets, you can never resell for what you got it for. When the if I autograph that car that you just bought, the, like, you'll be, you'll for be for able example, to sell that. Like all my friends that own season tickets at the Giants Stadium, lower bowl, they can resell those tickets for more than they paid for them. In FedEx Field, you'll never get that. When I Ever. first, no, well, first of all, it's not never. When I first, never when I, the first never. year, first year I had season tickets when we had Dion and Smith and Bruce Smith and all the Mark Carey and all those guys, I could have. Could have you didn't? I didn't. I didn't. But I'm just saying the market. Like, I gotta see Kurt. I gotta see Carrier. The market I got my jersey, value I got of those my seats Snyder. was over face value. Mm-hmm. You bought right into that. You no, bought no, no. You Snyder's just, house. You just said. You just said the value, the face value, could never be more. I'm saying there was a time when 
the face yeah. value. You could make money on the face value. I ain't living in the past, buddy. Right now, I think we're getting. Remember, we're, when, uh, you, remember when you tried to? We're get the me second to, second most expensive um, ticket, I believe, on on uh, online according to like a recent thing I got. Yeah, I bet it. The most same. expensive. Who buys it though? Nobody. But we also have the same effect on when we go out of town. So they said that when the Redskins, all the stadiums that the Redskins are playing in this season, the same percent increase that we get here in Washington, we get on the road. So yeah, take that. Uh, no, no. Our, our, we, we have a great fan base that travels yeah. strong. When I yeah. was in San Francisco, whole, in the old stadium, we traveled. I couldn't believe. It was, I, I literally could not find a scalper to sell me a ticket. I happened to run to Clinton Porter's cousin. God bless. What are the odds of that? But I'm, I'm saying right now, even not even right now, the last seven years, and even the next seven years, I'll even call it now, you, I got you on this. You tried to sell me your season tickets in Club Level. You, will I you ever, ever sell will you them? ever buy a ticket? Will you ever buy season tickets at FedEx? No, because you know you can with a with a eight, 65, 70,000 stadium. You know you can always get in. And I don't care if the Beatles are playing FedEx Field. I'm going there, showing up by myself. I'm going to buy a ticket for Face because there's always somebody that needs to get rid of tickets. I had my contract. I let it go. Oh, you worked me so hard on the for multiple years trying to sell me the other. Well, one. I just did, and you did. You bought a couple of years of those. I definitely bought one year. I, I, you would bought multiple. I gave you I a couple. Mean, I gave you some. You some closed me. You tried to close serious me so deals. Hard. Oh, I gave you such good deals. The best deals. I'm like Trump. I gave you the best deals. I got the best deals. I gave you the best deals. I ended up paying whatever it was three twenty five per game for that ticket. I'll never forget. I couldn't make the Titans game, <laughs> and. Uh, you were like, hey, I'm like, just sell it for whatever you can in the parking lot. They're like, hey, some guy offered me $10 for it. I go, rip it up in his face. <laughs> rip it up in his face. Screw that guy. I mean, come on. $10? I know. I did, I'd I, rather eat the $10. But he's <laughs> playing my game because there's always. I know. We're in a, and people understand our Redskins fans are fair weathered. Well, we're in the corporate world, and half the city is people for the government from other cities. Which is fine. We have which no problem fine, with that. Which is fine. Which is fine. You know what? If Pittsburgh hosted, if if all the government jobs were in Pittsburgh, guess what? Redskins and Cubs fans and Eagles fans would own their stadiums. I People got to understand that they don't, but whatever, we live with it. And that's why there's always going to be free tickets. It's because people get handed tickets, and then you just got to be there scooping. There's a lot of a lot of tickets being handed out to, to the Red. I still don't fully believe that there's not a, a hefty amount of brokered, you know, you know. Chunks that, that to me that, that the team sells to the scope scalpers or they make they make their way there somehow. I don't know who does it or how, how did it I, works. Did I hear correctly that the band is back down the lower level? The, let me just say this the Washington Redskins did a very, very good job last season. If you went down some of our previous lists of like reasons why the stadium experience was so terrible, which which we, we always put up there. When it was terrible. And they listened to us, and they did it. They did it. They, and the, they went the band, back on it. Well, <laughs> some of the stuff on the band went back, for sure. Um, there was a couple times when they definitely couldn't help themselves on some of those ads. But i got to be honest, even towards the end of the season last year, the band was playing other songs, like they were doing, you know, uh, you know, Pharrell or whatever, you know, at breaks, instead of instead of a commercial. Where in years past, we would have had a commercial blasted at us on the Jumbotron. Um, in the stadium, we had the band playing some music, which was awesome. That's what it needs to be. Um, so I give them, I give them props. I mean, I still, again, I still think like the highest paid guy is the guy who like you know sets beer prices because I don't, I'll never understand that for the rest of my life why you would spend like ten dollars, a ten dollar bill, 
for a beer. That to me is crazy. I'll never uh, forget when I interviewed the one. So I do not do it. I'll never forget when I interviewed the one Redskins band member, and he didn't know that there was a CD track. They were all up there playing with their full instruments. They had no idea a CD track was going on. And that's when it went A1 on both. They changed. They changed it. They changed it, but then they went right back to it. Well, I think there was also a different. It was like one was if we kicked a field goal, when and one was if we scored a touchdown. They changed. That's it. And that's why they're back down there. Because we've been very clear to the, we've been very clear with Tony and Bruce and them. Like, and you know what? It's a business. If I was the owner and there's millions of people that lower bowl tickets and people are packed and cheering, okay, maybe it makes sense to put the the, the band and the club level or upper deck. But oh shit, we can't sell these lower bowl tickets. All right, let's bring the band back down. Let's make it fun, whatever. But it's just it, it shocks me that Cleveland, the worst franchise by a million miles, that stadium should be empty every game. And they are slam-packed every game. Why? Because the NFL is awesome. The NFL is awesome. People will go to, the NFL's to watch awesome. the NFL. Well, why do FedEx suck then? And I'm, talking, I'm not talking the last year or two. I'm talking you know, five years. See, two. so I made, it, I made it awesome. I mean, I get there at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. I make breakfast out front. I, so do I, the Cleveland fans. But exactly. it's, fun, it's fun in the stadium because it's all Cleveland. I have fun in the stadium. I have fun. Cause especially when, I've been next to you. It's not fun. Well, because you're you like basically you take it out on me. Like I'm like I'm the guy who called the. No, when uh, you play. run shirtless up the aisles, that's fun. That is fun. But well, that's never when there's Cowboys years. fans at a Giants Redskins game taunting you, hey. Oh yeah. Oh, that's that's not fun. That doesn't happen in Cleveland. They get shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one goes to Cleveland. I guess is the point there, but. I don't know. I, I think I think the NFL just has a, an amazing product, and no matter what they did, they could serve it literally any. And we would we would slap it up. We would like, like what Ted dip our biscuits what, in a puddle of it. What Ted Leonsis did to the Caps because the, he had the same problem. DC Sports, all the fans, opposing fans took over. The Wizards especially have it, and he found a way to fix it. But at the end of the day, it's a paycheck and it's it's tickets. So. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. We're gonna leave it. We're gonna leave this at that, and and hopefully bring you more from the, the Kevin Ewald uh, basement. Could, if, the if, base, if, Kevin Ewald basement tapes for this the, week. For the second set, if you could put your clothes on, that'd be great. The five o'clock club this week. We're gonna drop Kevin Ewald audio files on your butts, on your behinds. Enjoy.